The following program contains language and subject matter that you may consider unsuitable for children. Parental discretion is advised. Greetings, Earthlings. This is Captain Smell So Good of the Starship Smelly Prize with my international co-host, Diane And when we're not soaring through the cosmos looking for alien chicks, we're hanging out in the nuttiest head on and off the internet. That is the jackal. Are we ready to blast off? You are about to enter a new dimension in I'm going to pass the reins to Mr. Jackal, the new king of radio. Uh, His Highness the Jackal. Let me let me put this out there. Now that you said that, you know how I feel about the 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 the, the Jackal. Yep. But at least the Jackal is man enough. All right. To not hide. Mm-hmm. He'll say what he wants to say. He knows. He, he gives his name. He gives gives where he lives. You know what I'm saying? But at least the man. All right. He's a real man. He's a yeah. real man. You see what I'm saying? The biggest trick the Jack ever pulled was to convince the world that he doesn't exist. Ew! Come on! I'm doing this niggas who love me. Doing the splits like the godfather of soul While I'm on rock while I patrol First I clock dollars, then I pop collars with hoes I got a problem with foes Still in the club, hot boy dropping them bones Nigga, crooked eye is the one them chicks adore They put their lips on my dick, give me chips and more Y'all should stop, you off the block, you faking I walk with blocks, don't talk to cops for Nathan I brought some choppers in case of altercation I aims and pops in the face of confrontation your mama picking Paul Bearers Broke niggas, yeah, it's y'all era Gotta show them how the new age rep But I'm still ghetto as the last swallow of Kool-Aid Let's go, Nigga, you be scared of yourself Listen, ass, I Start to whip ass, why? Would you try? Crooked eye, would you die? Like the last guy I told you I'm putting holes in your riders And destiny's child to be the only survivor's man Nigga, I've been high I'm whipping the six drop I hit you with ten shots They giving me big props My delivery flip flops To the TikTok, you don't stop Whipping the big block I'm smacking you haters I'm stacking the paper Like I signed a major contract With the Lakers, won't CR, put them in ER, double O, trouble blow, get them C's off, here to split your wig and do the thing in this game till I'm OG as Mr. Big. Six deep in a ridiculous Humvee Pillin' 
titties and doves on And the mall breaking big faces like Mike Tyson with his gloves on I'm so hood and ghetto for life I park the five in the driveway and pedal the bike If you think I ride with Mary, you right Committing incredible crimes, come on, only the federal type It's like, everywhere I go, all I know for sure That this the road and we gets the dough So what that R-O-W like? Slug one of you take your dime piece cause you ain't fucking the ride Yeah, yeah, I ain't nothing for life Big pipe stuck in your wife, we in bed, it's us in the dime you should never get it mixed up Big nuts get clutch, stick sluts get fucked, dick sucks Put some down if you want, let's get good Baby, we so damn good We fire whenever we want you Might as well get it I am back officially. This is Inside the Jackal's Head, and the show is on and popping. Welcome, everybody, listening in on PSN radio.com. Everybody, listening in on SoFlowRadio.com, and of course, TuneStream Live, and everybody else that uh, plays the show all over the internet. Want to welcome everybody back. It's been more than a minute since I've been live on this particular show, on this particular night. But ladies, I hope you have your panties on because I'm about to make them wet. Because this is the official return of Inside the Jackal's Head. Now tonight I'm going to be, first of all, talking about a couple things that are really important to me. Some stuff that's been going on. The reason why I took two months off of this show. And I'm going to address a couple of issues that has been going on for the last couple of months. Uh, that really have uh, to do with uh, my personal life more than the show itself, but it was the reason why I took the time off. And that's only going to be in the first hour. I'm also going to do a little bit of news within the first hour, but in the second hour, I want to address cyberbullying and uh, address a couple people in particular who have been cyberbullying a dude that has... Uh, a really cool kid. I mean, I have no uh, issues with him. His name is Nick. He's going to call into the show later on tonight. And uh, it's just really pathetic to see how people, you know, bully other individuals, uh, especially people who have autism or any kind of mental disorder and or any kind of, you know, disorder, period. I mean, you shouldn't be bullying anybody to begin with. Uh, but when somebody, you know, clearly has stated, look, I have autism. Why are you going to bully him? You know, there's some shit that you just don't cross. And I'm going to address that tonight. And I'm going to play some audio clips of... The people involved, and that's right, I am going to play audio clip of private conversations. It is what it is. If they get their their feelings hurt, hey, I, if you get your feelings hurt, man, you can come and see me. I don't like, uh, like Hollywood said there in the beginning of the show, the intro. I, I'm a real man. I don't hide. You can come and see me anytime. I'm on the south side. Now, moving on, we are going to get to a lot of news and a lot of other stuff. 
before we get to Nick later on. That's going to be in the second hour of the show. I do want to address a few things that's been going on in the news lately. Before I get to my own personal reason why I took a couple months off, one reason uh, that you know, one thing that I wanted to address right off the bat is uh, something that's been going on with a guy that I know. I met this dude a long time ago, and it's fucking crazy. Uh, but I'm talking about Jose Canseco now. I don't know if you guys are familiar with Jose Canseco, the baseball player out in Oakland, California, many years ago. He had a lot of home runs. Really, really cool guy. I met him 20 years ago, and uh, I've kind of had a, a kind of a uh, friendship online recently with him and have been tweeting back and forth and stuff. And he's a really cool guy from my experience with him. But uh, since your former all-star outfielder, admitted steroid user, and part-time fanatic Twitter, Jose Canseco apparently uh, just lived, just uh, tweeted uh, to the police uh, the name of the person that he supposedly raped. Now, this is something that just came out this past week. Uh, that supposedly Jose Canseco had raped a woman. Now, I want to, you know, the reason I wanted to start off with this is because, look, I know Jose Canseco. I've met him in person. And uh, I, like I said, I've had uh, conversations with him. He knows my brother. My brother knows him. And I don't think this dude raped anybody. And it's not the first time that we have seen a celebrity go through something like this. You know, look, Tupac went through this. You know what I'm saying? Michael Jackson went through this. There's been a lot of celebrities over the last 20 years who get caught up in some shit and, you know, and people make allegations at him. I really doubt that Jose Canseco is the type of dude that has to, like, rape anybody. I really doubt that. Uh, but it's crazy. Uh, there is a bunch of tweets on here. Um, it says, breaking news. This is the first, folks, Las Vegas police just was at my house. I've been charged with rape by a blank. They cross out the name. Uh, from Las Vegas. Reason I wanted to bring this up because I even tweeted this to Jose. I was like, Jose, stop tweeting people's names, dude. Like, what the hell's wrong with you? Like, seriously, like I understand he's trying to like, you know, like defend himself, but don't be tweeting this chick's name like out that like like that. I mean, you don't want to put somebody else out like that, especially if she's making allegations at you. That's it's craziness. But Jose also went up to say, says, all media, welcome to this drama-filled event. Did I rape so and so, or is she lying? Stay tuned for another day in the life of Jose Canseco. Craziness. This area, the story is true. Police say that they have filed charges now. Canseco has started a frenzy by doing exactly what he's not supposed to do with rape victims. Uh, he's actually gone on the assault against them. You're not supposed to do that. You know, naming them on, on, on in the public, uh, which we've seen on many high-profile cases, uh, that they tell you never to do anything like that. And he's gone and completely gone against what any lawyer would tell him not to do, and he's done it. So, again, Jose Canseco... Nice guy. I've met him a couple times, but man, what a fucking idiot. How the hell do you go, go and do some this fucking stupid? And he posted pictures of this chick. I mean, look, it's clear that I don't think he raped this chick. I don't think Jose Canseco is that stupid to actually go out and rape somebody, but it's pretty clear that he at least slept with this girl. I mean, that pretty much is obvious. Uh, there's pictures of you know her practically in her birthday suit and Jose Canseco and and her together, so I mean, yeah, they probably slept together, but who cares? Now, my question is, why is she yelling rape? At least she's not yelling Hollywood rape. Anyway, moving on. Other news, uh, let's see, the weekend box office, and this is kind of uh, crazy. Most people saw Fast and Furious 6 instead of the Hangover 3 movie. Now, I know that, uh, look, this series has gotten huge, the Fast and the Furious series, it's, it's huge. I, I saw the first one, didn't like it. Saw the second one, didn't like it. Saw the third one, kind of liked it because it was in Tokyo and it was a little bit different. 
but I just don't get the whole fascination with the whole Fast and the Furious uh, franchise. Uh, but it says here, welcome. Uh, let me see. It says here, Fast and the Furious came in at number one at the box office this past week with ninety-eight point five million, which is uh, it's crazy. It's going to it's going into this weekend. Uh, there was no consensus number uh, for the number one pick at the box office because there has been so many uh, new movies that were going to come out this week. Hangover Three, which is coming off a huge Hangover Two, actually did less numbers than Hangover Two by a lot. So maybe that franchise is finally dead. But it says here. Uh, Fast and the Furious number one, Hangover three number two, Star Trek Into Darkness, which we've been talking about on the roundtable show, is at number three, and that's slipping really fast. It's uh, it brought in thirty eight million, but it says the box office report are saying that it is tracking below or behind the original, the first Star Trek, the uh, reboot in two thousand and nine. So there is that. Uh, this movie does not look like it's going to be any. Uh, bigger hit than that last movie, so it actually probably make a little bit less money. Is that a good thing or a bad thing? You know, we're going into uh, Star Wars now in a couple of years with J.J. Is this going to be a good thing for J.J. Abrams? You know, the fact that he directed a Star Trek movie, which some are looking at and saying, well, it might have been a, a failure compared to the first one. How secure are some of the Star Wars fans now about this? I mean, how sure about are you of JJ? And I've even seen the question asked: Should they uh, maybe uh, fire JJ and hire another director? Are they that worried? Was it you know JJ's uh, Star Wars involvement that really hurt Star Trek Into Darkness? Who knows? You know, I saw the movie. I loved the movie. Let me tell you, I saw it, and uh, I thought it was great. I really did. I think that, uh, and I'm not going to give away too many spoilers, but yeah. Cumberbatch's Khan, you know, it is it is out there already. And uh, I thought he was great as uh, as Khan. I love the movie. I, I wanted to see him direct the third one. Unfortunately, that's not going to happen. But now the question does come up. Uh, should he even uh, be involved with Star Wars? You know, uh, there's a lot of uh, talk about that. Uh, let's see here. And rounding up uh, the top five uh, epic, which I haven't even heard of, is uh, num- coming out number four. Number five, Iron Man 3, which is still holding pretty strong. Iron Man 3 has made a lot of money at the box office. A lot of money, it's crazy uh, This is a character who of course years ago uh, Nobody even cared about And now he's probably the flagship character For the Marvel Studios Or is that even arguable at this point Could, Would anybody argue that He or Spider-Man are the flagship characters Which one would it be If anybody wants to call in, by the way Tonight we're going to have open lines If you guys want to call in and address that you know, Who do you think is the flagship character To the Marvel Universe right now Is it Spider-Man Iron Man, Wolverine. I mean, who would be the the flagship character? I'm going with Iron Man myself. I think Iron Man is, uh, without a doubt, the flagship, the top character of the the entire Marvel Universe. Now, again, if you guys want to call in, call in 786-245-8127 is the call-in number. We are live on psn-radio.com and, of course, soflowradio.com. And uh, we're going to go to uh, the first commercial break of the evening in a few minutes here. But before we do, I just wanted to give a plug to a, a box set that's coming out. I don't know, you know, I don't know how many of you guys out there are Bruce Lee fans, but I grew up a huge, humongous Bruce Lee fan. Now, the Ultimate Bruce Lee Blu-ray Collection will be a- available very soon. And if you guys are Bruce Lee fans, this looks like it's uh, the one to get. It says Bruce Lee might just be the most popular martial arts actor of all time. So it was kind of weird that the majority of his films were never available on Blu-ray before. Uh, but good old Shout Factory aims to change that. For all you Bruce Lee fans, you might want to start moving or saving up 
Shout Factory uh, will soon be releasing the Bruce Lee Legacy Collection, a Blu-ray and DVD box set that will feature four of Bruce Lee's most popular f- uh, films in their English Blu-ray debut, no less. Three documentaries and a whole bunch of bonus content that will be that will make this set worth of your money, and uh, that's me pitching it for them. The four films uh, are the Big Bosses, uh, or the Big Boss, sorry, which was uh, Lee's first film ever, or his first ever big film. Uh, Fist of Fury, which won two Golden Horse Awards. I never even heard of that award show. Golden Horse Award. Anyway, uh, Way of the Dragon, which was Lee's uh, directorial debut and probably my favorite Bruce Lee movie. And uh, Game of Death, which is also an excellent Bruce Lee movie, which was uh, Bruce Lee's final film, of course. Uh, the documentaries are Bruce Lee, The Legend, I Am Bruce Lee, and The Grand Master and the Dragon. William Chung and uh, Bruce Lee... Uh, bonus includes, uh, let's see, bonuses are included in here. It says, uh, new stills of Bruce Lee, a book, uh, of the life of Bruce Lee, uh, archives, archive materials on Bruce Lee, and that spiffy box. The box is actually really, really neat. If you look at it, it's a really cool looking box. Uh, the set will sell for an expensive $119.99. But look, if you're a Bruce Lee fan, it's worth all $119. It really is. 119 bucks is really nothing uh, if you're a fan of Bruce Lee and you get all these movies and stuff. And I know with the digital age, everybody's like, well, I'll just download the thing and, you know, whatever. Yeah, it's great. You can download the shit. But instead of downloading it, why don't you, like, actually buy it? Lazy fucks. Cheap bastards. Yeah, I'm going to definitely be buying this. This uh, looks really, really cool. And, uh, again, I am a Bruce Lee fan, so there you go. So I wanted to address that. Before we went to the first commercial break of the evening. But we are going to go to that first commercial break of the evening. When we come back, I will be addressing why I went on a hiatus for a couple months. It's a lot to talk about there. Yo, so stick around. Remember back in the day when niggas Inside the Jackal's head, we'll be back. This some pop shit. Fuck y'all, I'm going pop. <laughs> yeah. Why y'all niggas, why y'all niggas can't smile? Gangsters can't smile. <laughs> I'm shining like I'm 10 million fireflies. If I fall crooked, I arise. I arrive in the flies, rise, sitting on wires, the tires wide. The process of shitting on you has been finalized. But I ain't nobody to idolize. They didn't expect this nut to bust in the game, but I came by surprise. I came from the gutter. Now nothing can stop me from speaking, not even a stutter. Nothing on the bread but butter. Nothing but government cheese in the cupboard. I used to hate it, but it made me stronger, so now I love it. Before I was hopping in six folds, mama was shopping in thrift stores. Copping a kid's clothes. Popular kids know little Dominic's piss pole. Look now, Dominic and Triago get dough. And I still get harassed by them Nazi cops that used to chase a little nigga when the block was hot. Choke me out with the baton, how many rocks you got? Then they wonder why we grew up in Shots with clocks. Go police your own hood. Get the fuck out of mine. Guess you wanna see us dead one thug at a time. No food in your fridge. Inspires a hustler's grind. Watching your mama cry for bills. Well, fuck with your mind. Started running with some armed robbing home invaders. Them rich folks, they took a look at the chrome and paid us. A whole ghetto was criminals. It was so contagious. Went in Rome. Look what becoming Roman made us. Dark Hearted Live introduces our first ever iPhone application. Mobile Talk Radio. Imagine having the freedom to take live talk radio with you anywhere you go. You'll be surprised how easy it is to use. So I think what's going on here is that Obama is banking on unemployment falling. Listen to live talk shows 24 hours a day, 7 days a week. Talk Stream Live. 
Now available in the iTunes App Store. The George Rodriguez Show. Who? I said the George Rodriguez Show. You don't know George Rodriguez? Wasn't he the guy that filled in for Neil Rogers? Yes. That George Rodriguez. What's he like? Oh, he's a short little Cuban feller. Kind of funny looking. Well, when's he on? 12 to 3, Monday, Wednesday, and Friday on SoFloRadio.com and SoFloRadio.net. The George Rodriguez Show is much more than adequate. Put a team of professional consultants behind your home or business computer with Key Information Solutions. Providing solutions to your internet and computing needs while keeping you on the cutting edge of technology. Preventative maintenance and networking support. Hardware and custom-built computers. Let Key Information Solutions be your personal tech staff for your home or office with affordable hourly, monthly, or annual rates to fit anyone's budget. Call Key Information Solutions now. 954-973-3374. That's 954-973-3374. Or visit keyinformation.com. If you're in the market for a luxury pre-owned vehicle, then stop by Prado Auto Sales located at 7300 Southwest 8th Street in Miami. Prado Auto Sales has been family owned and operated for two generations and they've been taking care of South Florida since 1964. They work with every major bank and also have in-house financing available so everyone is approved. Receive a trip for two to a four-star resort with any vehicle purchase. Prado Auto Sales has over 150 vehicles in stock, so call them today at 888-719-5329. That's 888-719-5329 or online at PradoAutoSales.com. Look up in the sky. It's a bird. It's a plane. No, it's SupermanHomePage.com, the number one Superman fan site in the world. SupermanHomePage.com, covering the world of Superman from the 1930s to today. News, reviews, rumors, and reports. SupermanHomePage.com, for all your Superman comics, TV shows, movies, cartoons, radio shows, and more. Everything you ever wanted to know about the Man of Steel and more. SupermanHomePage.com Inside of Jackal's head on PSN-radio.com and, of course, SoFloRadio.com is back. Now I want to address the reason why I left for two months and I went on a little hiatus from the show. It, it, it Look, it had nothing to do with me wanting to quit the show, and I'm going to address that right off the bat because I know there's been a lot of rumors you know, circulating and, and flying around about how I'm going to quit the show or 
or whatever. And there's been a couple people talking. In fact, I'm going to play an audio clip of somebody who opened his big mouth uh, recently, recently on his own show. And, uh, you know, they're saying, oh, the Jackal's going to quit, the Jackal's done with radio, the Jackal this, the Jackal... You know, people cannot keep the Jackal's name out of their mouth. It's hilarious. doesn't matter. Where, you know, it doesn't matter if it's on Block Talk Radio or if it's on YouTube or whatever. You know, it seems like every few months there's an asshole out there who has to start up a rumor or say some shit that I have to later address on this show or somewhere else. And, uh, you know, at least this one person is consistent. He's been an asshole ever since I've met him. So he's been very consistent on this front uh, of being a, just a complete and total asshole to everybody, uh, including people who are his friends. Which is amazing to me because, you know, normally, you know, you would you would think, you know, if people have your back, people are defending you, people are they're on your side about things, you you know, you're going to stick with them, right? You're going to be their friend. Not this one, dickhead. No, but he has to open his mouth about everything. So I want to play this clip, and I want to address this one dork, uh, maybe for the final time I might ever address him. But I, I had to bring this out because, you know, just to ease his mind on whether or not I'm leaving this show whether or not, you know, I'm going to tell you guys one day that I'm too, uh, I'm too busy. Well, first, listen no to what he had to say. No matter what the jackass does on his pathetic, miserable little That's show. That's me. All right. Which I'm counting this down is the, the show. days. I'm counting down the days. Here we go. And guaranteed it's going to happen. The jackass is going to one day come around and that he's busy doing other things. He has other things he wants to pursue. So he's going to stop doing his radio show. Garen fucking T. Garen fucking T. And I can't, quite frankly, well, I cannot wait for that day. Garen fucking T. That you're not Nostra fucking Domus or a psychic. Because, yeah, there might be one day where I say, you know what, uh, guys, I'm a little too busy. Um, I, I, I can't do the show anymore. That might happen. Because everything that has a beginning has an ending. Now, it's not going to happen anytime soon. Hell no. The Inside the Jackal's Head show is going to continue every Sunday at 10 p.m. In fact, I'm going to go harder from now on. I'm going extremely hard, porn star hard on this show. That's right. I'm addressing a lot of topics that I'd never addressed in the past on this show. So, Hollywood, you could calm down. You could ease up. I ain't going nowhere. You can't get rid of me, buddy. Not that easily, anyway. But I am going to go harder at certain topics and certain people that I dislike on this show, uh, you know, I'm putting it out there. This is going to be a more extreme, you know, version of the Inside the Jackal's Head than ever before. Uh, you're not going to hear as many interviews as you heard in the past because you're going to hear me actually addressing people in a different format. Uh, I'm going to be airing shit out. Like, people that are clear liars, I said it before, I'm going to start airing them out. Not only in the world of ufology, but, you know, even morons like this guy, Hollywood Rape. You know, I'm just going to say his name, Hollywood. Hey, Eli, you're an asshole. You're a douchebag. Check this out. I'm my own show. I'm breaking my own rules. Remember what uh, what happened in The Dark Knight when the Joker was like, will he break his own rules? Well, I'm breaking my own rules. Because those were the rules set on the network, right? Well, I, I'm breaking them. And the reason I'm doing that is not to give you any publicity or give you any fame. It's, it's because I want to put you in your place because you are completely and utterly useless. You really are. And it's funny that, you know, now you're beefing with your boy, Andre, who I had uh, the pleasure of actually speaking to and not in a yelling match the other day on California Guys show. And that was kind of cool. We actually got to address, uh, you know, a couple things that had nothing to do with you. So that tells me that at least that dude could actually carry a conversation. I know, amazes me too, guys. Don't, don't get me wrong. But, it, you know, he proved that to me, at least. 
that he could carry a conversation with somebody. Now, Eli has never managed to do that without, you know, bitching about something or cursing about something or or whatever or or bashing somebody. So that's my limited experience with the guy. And uh, again, Eli, just to ease your mind, my friend, I'm not going anywhere. So don't worry. Inside the Jackal's Head will be here to stay. But I did want to tell everybody what the reasons were that took me away from this show for two months. And it's very simple. The reasons were I was working on a project uh, called Deadhead's Evolution, which was uh, a a movie project based on a book that uh, now a friend of mine um, wrote. And I was uh, producing the project. And it got really, uh, really, you know, I got really into the whole thing. And let's just say that I got bombarded with work and all kinds of stuff uh, with, you know, trying to make this project come to life. And it's something that I've been carrying for, like, the last two years trying to make it happen. And, well, some things happened uh, recently where I had to move on from the project and I'm no longer involved. I don't know if the movie's going to continue or if it's not going to continue, but I am no longer involved in that project. I've completely left it. And I've left it for better things, I would hope. Uh, one movie uh, that I'm working on currently is uh, with Tico Herrera, who's uh, a director friend of mine, and I'm going to be helping him produce a movie in the next couple months. So there's going to be weeks where I might not be on the show. I mean, there might be a week or two where I'm, I take off because, hey, I'm busy doing a movie. These things happen, you know? But it doesn't mean I'm going to quit the show. So, yeah, that's really the reason. I mean, I had to take a couple months off just to really clear my head of what was going on and just, uh, you know, regroup and, uh, you know, get things back in order. And, you know, I wanted to actually announce that for the first time, I don't think I've really addressed it on uh, on the show at all or before, but uh, me and Zod Ryder from the network here are actually going to be co-writing a, a couple scripts together. And I'm very proud of that. Zod, if you're listening, please call in and, uh, you know, we could shoot the shit for a little bit here. Uh, but, you know, it is what I'm going to be working on in the next few months. So on this show, you're going to hear me periodically just address stuff that we might be working on and and stuff. And if we do take a week off, don't think I'm disappearing because I'm not. But it is what it is. I know people are going to talk. People are going to say whatever they want to say. And I'm not really worried about it because at the end of the day, it's really nothing to worry about anyway. So uh, moving on, that is what it is. You know, I took a couple months off because I needed to regroup and just clear my head. That's all it was. And uh, if you guys want to know more about the projects I'm going to be working on, please just check out the show, the uh, website, I should say, uh, www.thejackal.com. Check out that website. And uh, thejackal.com, of course, thejackalshead.com is also my main website. Where you can find all the archives. You know, people always ask me on Facebook and you know, recently I've made a lot of friends in the uh, world of radio, and they're asking me, well, where's your show? And I'm like, well, it's very simple, thejackalshead.com. All my archives are up. People are amazed when we actually have archives up. It's incredible. And I'm talking about radio people, AM radio people recently that I've uh, talked to, and they're like, really? You guys have archives? That's amazing. You know, we we don't even have archives. And I tell them, it's not that difficult. You know, the online radio, it's a beautiful thing. You can archive everything, and I'm going to archive this show tonight, especially after I welcome my caller, Mr. Zod Ryder, my writing partner. What's up, buddy? What's up, my friend? Well, you know, addressing a couple of things, addressing um, some idiot out there who, you know, started some rumors about me uh, maybe leaving the show and just clearing the air about stuff that's been going on. I mean, you've been pretty much there the whole time, you know, talking to me behind the scenes, and you know what I'm talking about. You know that I just, I went away to clear my head for a little bit, and now I'm back, and I'm excited to be back, and, uh, you know, this show is not going anywhere 
at all. In fact, it's going to be getting even better over the next few months, and hopefully, one day we could actually say it's a good fucking show. Well, I just wanted to say right <laughs> off, right off the top of the top of the bat, man. Welcome back. I mean, it's it's great to hear inside the jackal's head back on the air again, on, on a live show on a Sunday night, man. It's it's really you know what's great. freaky though because we do you and I we do roundtable show the uh, the answer to movie troll insanity on Thursdays. We just did one uh, this week, and it's not like I've completely left the network for two months because I was on that show pretty much every week, for, pretty much. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's it's not like I've completely abandoned ship and said, okay, guys, uh, you're on your own on PSN. I'm done for two months. Uh, I'm going on a little vacation. Uh, you know that didn't happen. I, you know, I've been around. I just this one show on Sunday. I really just want to take a little bit of a break and and stuff. But you know, I'm excited about the future and what the future holds on PSN Radio. And there's a lot of good stuff coming uh, to this network. And of course, also the SoFlow Radio. We've been uh, you know promoting a lot of stuff online recently. And George uh, for SoFlow, it's uh, it's funny. He's actually going to be doing a lot of uh, promotion for a dealership where I, I do my day business at, and that's going to be really exciting. I'm really you know. I'm excited to see what we can put together with George because, you know, George deserves to be on TV, I say. George is a funny cat. And uh, hopefully uh, it carries over to the re- to both networks, you know what I mean? Yeah, it's nice to see both networks uh, doing very, very well. There's lots of talent on both networks. No kidding. For sure, friend. no kidding. So, Zod Ryder, uh, you know, what do you think of uh, the movie projects we've been working on, man? Because, you know, you and I have uh, been kind of uh, busy the last couple of weeks with this project. Yeah, it, you know, it's it's fantastic. Honestly, I love the writing process. It's it's a it's a wonderful it's a wonderful and exciting thing to be involved in and especially knowing that these are these are scripts that are actually going to have a chance to be successful and go somewhere. It's a, it's a wonderful project. Yeah, no kidding, man. And working with a guy like Tico Herrero, you know, who's a very down to earth, nice dude. You know, he just uh, wants to get stuff done. And that's exactly where I'm at, and I know where you're at. We just want to get projects off the ground and make stuff happen, and and uh, you know, entertain people. This is all this is. I, and I this, will say this too. I will say this too about Tico. He's one of the nicest guys you'll ever want to meet. And I mean, and that's no lie. He just totally opens up to people that yeah. work with him, and just wants to see things become a success. I, you know, I I really appreciate being able to be a part of projects you know not only with you but with him as well he just he's just really really uh, a great person and i look forward to working with him more it's yeah he's a, he's a, a tremendously great. tremendously good dude listen we're joined on here by 239 you're on the air live on inside the jackal's head on psn radio and SoFlow radio welcome to the show hello you guys know who it is oh it's nick you're calling a little bit early but uh what's up buddy i'm doing good how about you well, I was expecting you in the uh, second hour, but we could take you on this hour now. Screw it. Uh, what's up, man? Listen, uh, you're actually the guest that I wanted to have on the second hour because I have I wanted to address cyberbullying, and you know you've been cyberbullied for a bit now, especially by these two cats. One of them is uh, who calls himself uh, Save Anime or Bury It. I don't know his real name or you know what his handle is. I actually other than made that. them. I actually made a truce with them, and they recently took all my accounts and everything, and I can't get them back. They hack into all my accounts and they put videos on one of my um, one of my old usernames I made up as an account. And I thought they would forgive me if I said sorry, but if I gave you the name where they posted up all the videos on me on my on my YouTube name, they accuse me of stuff I don't even do. They 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 say I abuse my dog, which isn't true. They say that. Um, well, they put pictures of me crying on the videos as well. And they also like to make fun of me because 
I'm very, you know, limited on what I can do and what I can't do. And they think that I should be not living with my mom, and they think that I'm just a man-child because I live with my mom. Well, let me ask you before we, uh, you know, before we get any further into this, why did this beef start with you and them? Like, how did how did this whole thing begin? November the Avenger had something to do with it, and she didn't even stand by my back to, um, you know, back me up. She 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 put the whole blame on me when she really t- helped take down someone else's, um, well, well, YouTube username, flagged them, false flagging. They accused me of false flagging. And they also, she also helped me get one of these guys terminated, and she won't even defend me. She just completely, no. she thinks that I'm out to hurt people. I know that she bought me something. I wanted to make a truce with her. I'm no longer going on Skype now because of what these idiots have done to me, and they just, they just don't understand me. They think I'm a man child because I live with my mom. My mom may be in her 60s, but she knows a lot about good things and bad things. She watches Most mothers do. Now, Nick, you know, let's address her right off the bat. You are autistic, correct? Yes, I am. Okay. So I wanted to clear that up real quick because this is, you know, what I wanted to address tonight in the second hour is how people actually have the balls to go on YouTube and go on their radio shows online and literally attack autistic people, people that, you know, look, Nick lives with his mom. Nick has a part-time job. Nick is a productive individual. You know, Nick is a good kid. You know, why Why are these attacks? I, I still don't get it. Nick, how did you meet these guys? How did I meet them? I don't know. I forget how I met them all. I forget how it all happened. And they told me to leave um, this one guy alone who actually said that Harry Potter was trash and Twilight is better. But, yeah, there was a guy on YouTube who actually said Twilight, the Twilight saga, is actually better than Harry Potter. I wanted to debate with this guy, and they told me, no, you might get attacked by him. They might make fun of you. They tried They tried shielding me and everything, even though I really wanted to debate with this guy who actually said that Twilight was better than um, Harry Potter, but they told me not to do it. But I wanted to, and basically they turned their backs on me. One of them claimed that he was going to help me. He disguises his voice. His name is XAM. 3,000 he, 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 he claimed that if, if I gave him all my that's YouTube the guy. Account, that's the guy that has the uh, the robotic voice every time he calls you, right? Yeah, yeah. And he, uh, and he said if I gave him all my usernames that uh, he would help me out. And then, then he turned his back on me. He didn't trust me. I made, up, I made up an apology video that's still posted on one of my usernames. And the guy changed the title of the video, the guy that hacked into my account. And I'm looking at my... Um, looking at my old YouTube account, one of my YouTube accounts that got hacked into, and I have no way to get these back. And now they're telling me this. They're saying this on my, um, on my, on my um, account on YouTube. Nick, message me if you're still alive. And I said, no, I'm not going to message that person because it's going to be a trap and I'm going to get my, my other um, YouTube account hacked into. And they want they they think it's fun to make fun of me. They think what, what XAM did to me behind my back, which was rude and just just evil. He recorded conversations of me without me even knowing. He was eavesdropping into my conversations. 
without me even now, even Nick, knowing Nick, it. there's an audio uh, piece here that I'm going to play. It's about 15, 16 minutes long. Uh, it's called Nick Hears Voices in His Head. Now, this is where I, I got really pissed off today when I saw this, and I was like, you know what, I'm going to address this on the show tonight because, honestly, you know, I, look, I... I've worked with uh, with special needs people in the past. Uh, I used to work in, in a music program in school, and I used to work with special needs people, autistic children, deaf children, uh, blind children. And, you know, I have a soft, spot, a soft spot in my heart for, you know, people with needs, special needs. And to see somebody get attacked online like this is, I mean, this is beyond crossing the line. And the stuff not only that they did on the, on this audio clip, uh, I thought it was just completely crossing the line. But the stuff that, you know, that I saw then, you know, with the whole dog issue and, you know, the fact that you keep bringing your mom into this. I mean, how childish is this? And, you know, the reason also that I wanted to talk about this is because they called me and brought me into this nonsense where I had nothing to do with any of this. Like, if I knew some secrets of Nick, like, if I want to, look, if I even knew secrets of this guy, like, you really think I'm going to address it and tell you secrets of anybody? Really? They also make no. fun of me. They also hacked into my other two accounts, which the guy has posted on my um, my YouTube page, my Darth Malik, Darth Bane page. They they said I'm the Dark Lord of virginity, and they uh, they also tell me they also made an account of when they hacked into my account. They said this on my account. They said I was never ready for the internet. And they also have a, they have videos of me crying, saying I wasn't gonna return back to YouTube. Nick, I think the internet's not ready for you, buddy. Now, listen, I'm going to play this clip real quick. I want the audience to hear this. Uh, it's about, like I said, like 15, 16 minutes long. But uh, listen to these cats, and then you're going to listen to them when they called me. And that's a little bit short of a clip. But I want I want everybody to listen to how these guys sound. And I want I want really people to pay attention uh, to this kind of cyberbullying because this could end up badly. I mean, we hear stories all the time. And Nick, I hope you you know do not get violent with yourself. I hope you know it doesn't ever get to the point that you get depressed and you do something you know to yourself or anything like that because we hear stories all the time in the news, man, of you know people just you know being so depressed from being, from being bullied that they kill themselves or they you know they hurt themselves. You know, I hope you it never gets like that with you. I really do. No, it won't. I. I can't even post reviews on YouTube anymore, thanks to these idiots. I can't post reviews anymore without being caught, without getting hacked into. I can't do anything anymore on YouTube, thanks to now, these people. I mean, how do they keep hacking into your account? I mean, do you have a very generic password or something? Because, I mean, you can change your they password can't, they, and you're good. They wanted to make me give them all my email addresses. They changed the passwords. They said XAM said he was going to help me, but lied to me. Now, I don't know why they contacted you. But it puzzles me that they like to make fun of others. They like to hurt people. They like to bring people down. I can't even take this. I'm just trying to um, brush it off and move on, but I can't move on. I can move on, but I'm kind of sad that I can't upload any YouTube videos anymore. And they also told me how crappy my reviews are, even though I, I do try. I see people doing one-minute reviews and two-minute reviews on YouTube. It's not just me. It's other people as well. Sometimes people even post a 60-minute review or even a 30-minute review of something. Hey, it doesn't matter how long your review is. The fact is you're doing something productive uh, and you're having fun, man. The whole point of YouTube is just to broadcast your stuff and have fun with it. Yeah, Which but I'm not, like, I, 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 I've stuff. never really understood the, the whole uh, bullying or cyberbullying on YouTube. But here, check this out. I'm going to play this audio clip. I want everybody to pay attention. Listen to these assholes, like, completely trash this poor kid on, you know, on a private call. Which, again, Nick, you didn't know you were being recorded, right? Yep, I knew I was being recorded, but I didn't want to be recorded, but they still recorded me. 
They did this without my knowledge. Check this out, everybody. Nick, the reason why people won't even accept you at all, you say, oh, not everyone's the same. Well, it's guess true. what? Yes, it's that's true. true. Not everybody's the same. Let me finish, Nick. Yes, it's true. Everyone's not the same, but everyone, every single person has to have a standard to fit in society. If they don't, then they're a social outcast, like I said before. I am surprised by you guys. I'm just surprised. We're not attacking your autism, Nick. We're attacking the stupid shit you do. That's proven. In fact, yeah, you say we're attacking you for your autism, yet what's ironic is that autistic people troll you. Well, except me, I'm not autistic, but you get the point. Ryan? Yeah, um, about what XAM said. Uh, is I, and when I said that I had autism earlier, yeah, it was true. I do have autism. Ryan, I... Yes, Asperger's like I do, Nick. He doesn't have autism. He has Asperger's, to correct him. It's, uh, it's a part of the autistic spectrum. Most people consider it a part of it. Well... I'll tell you about the little voices in my head. I'll tell you how that came into play. Yeah, I'll yeah. tell you why I used to even talk to myself. Tell me about the voices. What do they tell you to do? They tell me... Was what do my voice? Was it because you had medical problems or is, or is it because you were just lonely? Not, it's not because I'm... I'm not lonely. Then tell us. I have voices in my head because every time I get sucked into a book, it's crazy. It's a crazy world. I get stuck into the world and into the book itself. Then when I get out of the book, I have... <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's La La Land. We get it. We get it. It's a, it's a so, world. So you're telling me that you literally, in your mind, get taken into the book? Yes. That's like what, you see, that's what, you see I, everything. I, I see different. Uh, I see things from the from the character's point of view. And oh, yeah. uh, you see beyond the author's point of view of the book. Let me ask something now. What does this have to do with anything? Right. What does it have to do with anything? But you keep saying you heard voices in your head. Now that's a bit worrying. Like, what do these voices tell you to do? And also, you mentioned that the uh, voices um, occur when you get angry. Why? What? What? Why do they? What do they tell you to do? They tell me I've had a bad side telling me to do stupid shit on the internet. I've had my other angel voice tell me not to listen to those. Not to listen to that part of my. You talk. You're talking. You're talking about your conscience, but guess what? Even consciences don't talk to you. That's it. That's your inner thoughts. Yes, that's your inner thoughts. I mean, you can think of like someone talking, and you can hear like a your inner thoughts talking, like yes. maybe your voice or. No, that's that's not hit. Everyone has that. Everyone does. And also, I have my conscience is the only thing that I can trust. And Ryan, can I tell you something? Yeah. Even though I barely know you, I, I, I still consider you to be a nice guy. You're very nice and subtle. Yet he's given us your phone number and address that you get that you given to him. Hey, Ryan. Yeah. Are you still up to being one of being my friend? No. 
See, Nick, you, you, you think you know people, yet you don't know people. And you said people at the dentist's office want you to stay on the internet. When you just ask random fucking people, like, should I still be on the internet? Do they even know what you do on the internet? I said it before, and I'll say it again. People just feel sorry for you, Nick. Not people really. just feel sorry for you. No, that's not true. Based on what? Based on my accounts. <laughs> Your account? What? Your accounts. Based tell on me, tell me. Account, accounts on what? YouTube? Do you think everyone knows you on YouTube? Yeah, everyone everyone I know knows me on YouTube, which is why my parents haven't found my YouTube account yet. Uh, it's best not to give uh, sarcasm, Ryan, because he, does, he doesn't uh, do sarcasm too well. I, yeah, I, I gathered that. I'll tell you what else my voices in my head tell me to do. But I don't do it. What? Tell me to break things. What? <laughs> oh, let me guess. Let me let me guess this too. Your voices told you to punch that guy in the movie theaters, correct? No, that was a different situation. But you were angry at the same. You were still angry by. I was. Just, I, I, I was off. So is this this voice is in your head an excuse or is it the truth? Is it okay. true or false? You were both angry at the same time, yet your voices weren't there. I have a weird personality, a personality which you do not understand. Your personality... And just, well, if we don't understand it, why don't you just explain it to us, because apparently there's a lot we don't understand about you, and you haven't even told us yet. Yet we claim to know you so well that we've been able to trick you, like, what, three times already? Fuck's sakes! And from how what I've experienced with you, dude, you have the mentality of an eight-year-old. So not true. Um, you, 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 I'm afraid it is. You, you're not. You don't act like an adult. You act like a little kid. Yeah, I know. I mean, anyone who's an adult knows what an adult acts like, and you do not act like an adult, Nick. I mean. I used to I used to think you're not ready for YouTube, but guess what? You're not ready for... Uh, I think because of your mother, you're not even ready for the world. That's why I think you need to be locked in a home where you belong. So not true either. Why don't you just run away from your mother and see how long you last? Oh, wait. Why not? Because you won't last that long. <laughs> is silence your only response? Silence is golden. By who's by what standard is silence silence golden? Yeah, I know. I mean, the only the only time silence is golden is when is when you're just trying to relax yourself. When 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 we're asking you a direct question and you can't even fucking answer it. Well, isn't it isn't very isn't it very sad that whenever you say we don't know shit about you, yet you can't even answer our fucking questions. Like, seriously, what is there about you that we do not even understand, like, at all? There's so much stuff. I could go into... Stuff. Yeah, you, 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 you claim to know me, but you don't. Okay, what do we not know about you that's, that's highly significant? You should already... You think you already know, but you don't. There is so much stuff about me. Tell us. 
Wash that oh, oh, that's important. Wait, 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 wait. Say that to me, Ryan. Maybe we don't know all the info about you, but we know you as a person so well that we've managed to trick you like three times already. So don't say we don't even know you. Well, it's true you don't, not as a real person. Oh, yes, we have. We've tricked you three times. Tricking me is not the way of getting to know me. Well, we know you as a person that you're quite gullible. <laughs> yeah. I'm still giving up for other chances for you guys. Giving up chances? No, I still have chances to give you guys if you are willing to accept them. We weren't even aware where chances were existing. You said on your video that you were never going to give us any more chances. Exactly. I don't want chances from you. It's not us that needs to learn. It's you that needs to learn. Yeah, but... Yeah, but... You guys understand, I am not fit for driving at all. It doesn't matter. You don't need to drive. You can just take the fucking bus or ride a bike. I do take a bus. Or taxi. Or taxi. I do take a bus to my job. I don't care if I work part-time. At least I do have a job. A job doesn't pay jack shit. I got a job too, Nick. That doesn't mean shit. And you have a part. You have a part. Well, a, a seasonal job. Seasonal the, again, that job. seasonal jobs don't mean jack. How, how much do you get an hour in a seasonal job? Sometimes I get over a hundred dollars uh, 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 in an hour. What? Yep, with my paychecks and my tips. Yes, in an hour. No, we're asking like no. Not in not in an hour. That is bullshit. I have never heard a a, a desk busting job to give you a hundred dollars per hour. That's fucking bullshit. And you, I save it. up my tips and my paychecks. Then yes, it does happen. No, not per not per hour. Save up maybe per hour. No, you said a hundred dollars per hour. Well, at least I work. At least I do have a hey. job. I have a job, too. What does that mean at all? Guys just don't understand. Why do you keep saying we don't understand? Because I have my reason because to it's say too, that. Because it's too hard. Not too hard. Well, yeah, I remember, XM. He said uh, a full-time job. No, it's not for him because he's seen people that get so exhausted from a full-time job, and it's just not for him. It's just not for him. How many times have I explained it to you? Why would I want to drive in the first place if I've got MCers? Okay, screw it. You don't have to drive. Why don't you just take a bus to a taxi to while going to your full-time job? Why don't you get a full-time job at all and just commit? Do you know how much that would help you and your mom out if you had a full-time job? No, fuck his mom. He should be moving out on his own. What the fuck? Did you know all the stuff you could buy with a full-time job, all the stuff you can do? I know that. If you know that, why don't you try to do it then? Because it's not my cup of tea. Well, it's going to be your cup of tea soon after your mom gets the bucket. That's why I said before that you're a social outcast. You do not, you cannot live 
a real fucking life. Not really a social outcast. That's that's not true at all. Ba- ba- based on what? I don't know why. I mean, I mean, based on what you're saying about me is untrue. And why is it untrue? Because it's a fact. It's a no. F- you can't. Answer, you can't say it is. is it is. It is a, a fact. fact. It is a fact. This is the internet. No, it's not. No, now you're going to dud This is this is the internet. Now you're pulling. No, now you're pulling a dud, Nick. You are pulling a dud. You're saying it's a fact just because it is, just because, just because. That does. That's not how facts work. That's how they work to me. Well, no, you can't see me. That's called making shit up, Nick. It's called bullshit. You're lying. Life is life. And if you can't live through life, then guess what? You can't have no internet. You can't have no... You can't have nothing, pretty much. You are nothing. I'm not really nothing at all. Well, you can say I'm nothing, but that's not true. Actually, no, you're more or less an it, Nick. I don't think I'm that either. I'm sorry. I can't... I, I didn't hear what you said. I think you're talking too low. I think you're talking like you're whispering. I said you're more or less an it, Nick. Still can't hear you. He's he's playing with you, say Vanley. He's not, I can't he's not hear, hear you, you XAM. Speak louder, please. Motherfucker, <laughs> 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 you're such a fucking dumbass. I can't hear you. What'd you say? I can't, I can't hear, hear you. you. I'm pretending. To ignore you like an idiot who's got his shit in his ear. <laughs> they say you're in you're on it because you have no personality. You have no purpose. I mean, that's that's another reason people are not going to be friends with you. You don't even have your own individuality. And you too. I do too. Based on what? I have a job, motherfucker. Based on my accounts, this is just the internet, not real life. An extension of the real life. <laughs> That's an extension of your real life, Nick. Uh, oh wait, you're just you're just giving up your mom uh, for the internet. That's that, that's just being a fucking leech, like I said. Yeah, I don't know why you have to bash my mom XAM. You don't even know her that. I didn't even bash your mom that time. Uh, not that time. I didn't bash your mom. So what the hell? Well, someone said something about my mom, so I had to say something back. Well. You're t- me, I said your mom ruined your life, which I never really called your mom names or anything. I didn't say anything. And then you had to bring up my father, which was totally uncalled for, because he had nothing to do with the conversation. Then again, he always brings up stuff that's not relevant to the conversation. Listen, guys, for these past few weeks or months, I've been processing this whole shenanigan in my head. I never forget, and I never forget. You never forget, you never forget. That sounds like anonymous. You say, just like you say, I say too. I never forgive, and I never forget. Oh, God, don't say that, Nick. You're, you're going to get anonymous on your, on your fucking fat ass, and you don't want that. You take so many holes for yourself, you don't even know where to bury yourself. God damn. I just can't believe you gave out your docs that easily to me, just after, like, a few days of knowing you. I mean, that's... That's naive. Really naive. 
Nick, you don't do that Nick, to people. Nick, now we're back here on Inside the Jackal said, Nick, who is the British guy there at the end saying that you gave all your docs to him? What's his name? I don't remember his name, but all I know is that he he had something to do with trying to get me to talk to him. He he made me give him give out my address to him and stuff, and he said he was going to send me books, and he lied to me. He said he was going to send me the British books of Harry Potter in hardcover. I don't remember his name, but um, when XAM got terminated, um, they went after me. But it had to deal with November the Avenger because she was the one that helped me false flag other people's accounts. And now, who is, no- I- who is November the Avenger? Let's clear that up. She is friends with Andre, a.k.a. Movie World Express. Okay. And um, she, I thought she had my back, but I didn't... Uh, what they, when they told me to turn on her, they told me that she was talking behind my back. I don't know if it was true or not, if she was talking behind my back or not. I don't know. She, they, they told me that they were making, she was making fun of me behind my back. Uh, it, it was just all this YouTube drama bullshit that I couldn't handle. So it was the British guy was really he he tried to be nice and sincere to me, and I wanted to be his friend. And so he rejected me, and he hates me. I think they all hate me. Well, I think that much is clear. They all hate you. I still don't understand why. They hate you, which is idiotic to to say the least. Now these cats have, like I said, contacted me, and they contacted you also, right, Zod Ryder? Ah, uh, yes, they sure they sure did. And when they contacted me, I blocked all of them. So now, when I got contacted by these cats, I was you know in the middle of actually producing some stuff. I was cutting some uh, audio together, and I got this phone call on Skype, and my Skype wasn't working that well, so I had to like kind of fix stuff that you know get the cables going. You know, Zod knows what I'm talking about here with the audio cables. Uh, but look, every call that I get into the network is recorded. I want to put that out there right now for everybody to know. Every single call that comes into this PSN radio network or SoFlo radio network that uses this number, 786-245-8127, everybody who calls in is recorded. Every single call. Okay, now, I might keep some calls. I might delete some calls, whatever. But the point is that every call is recorded for a particular reason because it's a radio station and you never know what crazy guy is going to call you. So we just uh, we have a policy here to record calls. And so I'm editing some audio and I get this phone call from these cats, uh, which, you know, shocked the hell out of me because I wasn't expecting for them for, to call me with this bullshit. Uh, but what really shocked me was the one guy who had the robotic voice, which, again, what's his name, Nick? The guy with the X-A-M. weird... They That's, call him XAM for short. Okay, X, what, is it, what the hell does that even stand for, XAM? I don't know. Probably a, uh, like a satellite radio or something. It's, I don't, it's original. Radio? It sounds original, but I don't know what it's supposed to mean. Well, I don't know about XAM, but this cat's on this phone call. Like, Look, check this out. I'm going to play the audio clip. It's about five minutes long. This is my conversation with them. And now... I want to say first, right off the bat, that I have no respect for anybody who hides his own voice. If you're not man enough to talk in your own voice and you have to hide your voice, you're the biggest pussy alive, period. Especially, look, if you're going after somebody like Nick or anybody online or anybody who's autistic or anybody, or anybody, period, if you're going to go at somebody, be a fucking man and use your real voice. You know, just be, don't be behind some kind of robotic voice or some voice box or whatever. Don't be a pussy. You're going to go after somebody... They also made fun well, of me because the I right told way. them how I lost my job at the movie theater. Well, that's irrelevant. But here, check out this phone call that I got from this cat, Save Anime or Bury It, and 
the XAM. Uh, it's not over because I really couldn't like understand what the fuck was going on before. What I was saying was that Nick's account was double breached. When you say double breached, what do you exactly do you mean? Well, my friend found a way to breach his account, and then simultaneously while it was happening, someone else breached his account as well. We're trying to find out what the fuck is going on. Okay. You think you'll be able to track who did it? I don't know, but for some reason, Nick, while simultaneously talking to Nick on Skype, the person that's claiming to hack Nick's account is on as well. Whoa. Why doesn't he just change his password? Uh, his... Well, someone's in control of the account. If he changes his password, I think he Because as you know, our, his old video and our... Well, it, the password was already changed, so he doesn't know which password it is. He can't uh, access it anymore. Someone else has control. Something weird's going on. None of us knows what's going on. Clearly. Um, yeah. Yeah. Well, that's in fact, if you don't if you don't mind, I'd like to add my friend add my friend in. Oh boy! So he can spread some light. Okay, sure. Since you know more about like Nick and his friends and stuff, is I my really voice disguised right now? Yeah. Is my voice disguised right now because I'm talking to the to the to, to, to the breacher right now? Yeah, it's disguised. Okay. This is a jack- a Jackal. I'm trying... Since he knows more about November, Hollywood rape, and all that stuff, I'd share what's going on with him. Well, I don't like talking to people who disguise their voices. So, don't worry. Uh, I don't... I, 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 don't worry. I'm not... I'm not after you. So, uh, so you, you can just forget about me um, doing anything. My... You're, you're not my target. Um, you're just a regular person to me. I'm just I'm just trying okay. to get I'm just trying I'm I'm just trying to get info on uh, Nick or Twilight Saga sucks. If you I know don't really exactly. I don't really know much on about Nick or Twilight Saga sucks. Uh, so I don't but, know how much I could be of help. But you do know something about November the Avenger, though, kind of. That could that could help. Kind of. Uh, well, I, I know that he's been sending me weird messages on YouTube, asking me to kill Hollywood rape. Other than that, I, um, I actually thought it was Movie World for a while. That's all I really know. So, okay. So yeah. November the Avenger is um is um uh, Movie World Express's girlfriend, which we kind of we kind of know about, and you know. That's what he claims, but I really doubt that because he's if if that's his girlfriend. Let me tell you, there's no love between the two of them because uh, November sent me a few screenshots of shit that he said to her or whatever. So. I don't know if it's his girlfriend. I, I you get kind of tossed that aside. I think somebody maybe is fucking with Movie World, and he thinks it's a chick. But you know that's happened before. Okay, hang on. Normally a they're sixteen-year-old girls, though. When he thinks it's a chick, but. Uh, okay, hang on just a second. I'm hanging. Save anime. Talk, say, say, save anime. Um, uh, talk to him for a second. I'm talking to apparently the the breacher of Nick's account. Uh, you're, you're talking uh, to the yeah, breacher um, of uh, Nick's account on what? Yeah, uh, well, apparently there might this might be a ploy by Nick um, being butthurt, or someone might have breached Nick's account, and we were I'm sort of talking to him, so to speak. But where um, are you talking to him exactly? Like on Skype, he offered he offered to talk a little bit on chat. Oh, because I was saying, if you're assuming I'm the preacher of his account, you're dead wrong, dude. No, no, we're not assuming that. We just wanted to see if you can spread some light on November, see if we have an idea who it might be. But, gentlemen, as much fun as uh, 
drama on the internet is. I don't see why you guys are still uh, going at this. I mean, okay, uh, okay. Um, I, I, uh, we just wanted a little bit of information. That's all. Nothing is. Well, there, we have nothing against you. That's all we want to know. No, no, I got that. I got that part. We're all good. Okay, cool. You're cool. All right. I tried. All right. Uh, th- uh, we we want to thank you for your cooperation. That's all. That's that's all we. That's all we we, we really want to know. Just some info. Man, you sound like a police officer, and I hate the police. Oh, no. <laughs> I'm not a police officer. Thank you for your cooperation. Uh, I am a robot. You sound like a robot, too, so that doesn't help much. I oh, am God. a robot. But do you, you really think the movie world is smart enough to actually hack anybody's account? Mm, really answer honestly, that honestly. Honestly, honestly yeah. n- n- judging from all the videos I've seen about him, I don't think he is. I don't and think he's smart I, enough to tie I, I his own shoelaces. This is even a hack. This could be at best a breach or a ploy by Nick. That could be. Hey, Steve and me, I got a question for you. You got an? Do you have an alternate email to to um um? Uh, do you have an alternate email to to some? Uh, uh, Steve and me, I, yeah. I need to work with you right now. Okay. Yeah. Um. Um. Jackal, we need uh, we need you out of the call for just a moment. We'll be right with you right back. Okay. All right. No problem. Okay. Um. Um, say, so anyway, uh, take check all the room. <laughs> wow. So there you go. We've been double breached. Double breached. Now, these guys sound like a bunch of fucktards to begin with. Uh, let's address that. <laughs> a couple of fucktards and one guy who can't, is not even man enough to man up and use his real voice. He has to, like, hide behind a little, like, voice box effect. Really? Really? really, you're gonna go out on the internet trashing people, and you can't even use your real voice. You gotta be uh, that's pretty that much of a punk synthesizing your voice through a voice box to have a Skype wow. conversation. I mean, wow! Talk about talk about having your own authorities, bro. Wow. Jesus Christ! You know, and, and I know where you're going with that too, by the way. But uh, it could be him. It, it could be. I know where you're, why you said that, Zod. It could be him. It's possible. Uh, but you know what? At the same time, I, I, honestly, this seems like it's uh, a couple other trolls. I don't, even, you know, this seems like unrelated to him. Yeah, maybe they're maybe like they're like new trolls that have just well, new to us anyway. But right, I mean, look, the British guy was like missing an awful one. lot. It seems like they know an awful lot about other situations. You know, and it's just like <laughs> they seem awfully familiar with us. So I don't. Know. You know what? The crazy thing is, I I, I got another message from uh, Safe Anime Berria, this cat. Uh, telling me that, oh, um, I know who it was that breached um, Nick's account. I know who it was. And then he gives the he gives me the name of a, of a YouTube account, um, Elio Intimidator. He says, that's yeah, who did that, it. That's what me in November, me in November um, had something to tell me to flag down his videos. So he could. Okay, this, um, is, this, is, this is how I know that November is indeed Movie World. Check this out. Because Elio Intimidator, you know who that is? Nick. I know who it is. That's me. That's, That's my you? account. That's my account. I didn't see this is this is this is guys. This is what it's called being a man and manning up to the shit you do. That's my account. I created that account to go at Hollywood rape at Movie World when they were beefing with us, and I just put a couple funny videos on there. I haven't hacked your account, Nick. I haven't done shit to you or to anybody else's account. Not even I Hollywood. Know I know Hollywood. I know Hollywood tried to accuse me of hacking his shit, but I, I didn't hack his account either. So that's called being a real fucking man. Now but you know I who did, that. 
I didn't know that was your account. Well, it belongs to me. There you go, Nick. And no, I was not the one who hacked your account. And they told me that you did? Yeah. This is exactly how I know that that's Movie World Express, because he told you to flag the account. Movie World likes flagging the account. So, look, I'm not trying to start any beef with Movie World, because, you know, we did have that kind of truce uh, the other day with him. So, uh, it is what it is. But just putting that out there, Nick, uh, now you know who that is. Yes. So there you go. Now we got to uh, we got to go on a commercial break here in a couple minutes, Nick, and we we got to let you go in a, in a couple minutes. But you know, I want you to have the floor for at least two or three minutes and address these cats, and you know, give them a piece of your mind. You know, just final time you address them. From now on, you know, like I said, we got, we're going to have you back here no matter what happens, bro. Uh, but I want you to you know to live your life. Don't be afraid of these cats. You, you still use the internet for whatever you know you want to do creatively. You know, the internet's a great outlet for people to be creative and you know, you like putting videos, you like doing movie reviews and that should never be stopped because some idiot wants to mess with you online. So I want to give you the floor now for the next two or three minutes, uh to it before we go on break, so you can address whatever you want to address and you can get whatever you want to get off your chest about this whole thing. Go ahead. Bro. I just wanted peace and prosperity. I just wanted to be friends again. I want this whole sh- this whole shenanigans to end. Because I just want to go back to doing what I was normally supposed to be doing. I cannot believe that they um, that they're not acting more. They're not, you know, acting more like men. And um, I want to address to them that they should change their minds. They have to. They have to change their minds, and I think that they should give me back all my accounts because. They're 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 the ones I made myself, not them. I may have more than one YouTube username, but I really put a lot of heart and soul into my reviews, and I cannot believe that they're that they're treating me this way. And I tried so many times to be their friend, and they told me that I'm a man child, but I'm not a man child. I'll I'll say this once again, I am not a man child. I am a a person that loves books, movies, TV shows, music, and I'm also in the in the works of creating two of my own fan-made Star Wars characters, and I'm looking for somebody on YouTube who would make two lightsabers for me, but I want to address this to them. Can you guys, please, I did everything I wanted, I want this stuff to end. I want this to end because it's really, really, really stressing me out, and I can't even get back into my books anymore because of how stressed out I am about this stuff. I just want it to end. Nick, you're a good kid, man. Like I said, we got you back here on the show, bro. Uh, PSN Radio, it's, you know, you're always welcome to call into any of the shows here. I'm sure I can speak for, for everybody uh, who says, you know, when I say that. Uh, so again, you're a friend of the network. Anybody who fucks with you, man, they, they got to go through me first. So guys, stop fucking with this kid. If you got something to say, first off, over the guy with the voice effects box, cut it out. All right. Be a fucking man and talk in your real voice. And you know, let's see who you really are. If and not, God, just I got your back. Shut the well. hell up. And I also got the jackals back and everybody else's back. That's on the, on PSN radio as well. Good time. That's great. Nick, we got to let you go. We're going to go on a quick commercial break, guys. We'll be back a little bit later in a few minutes after we pay a couple bills. And uh, we are going to uh, have open lines. The rest of the uh, the show here, guys, if you want to call in, 786-245-8127. I'm going to bring up a couple different topics that we're going to get into a little bit later. So we're moving on from this. Uh, so to end it, Nick, thanks for calling in. 
Thanks for being a part of the show. More, more, more another time. Sounds good, my friend. We hope to hear back from you soon. Okay. May the force be with you. Live long and prosper, and have a nice day out. And um, be good. Be good, everybody. All right. Bye. Put a team of professional consultants behind your home or business computer with key information solutions, providing solutions to your Internet and computing needs while keeping you on the cutting edge of technology, preventative maintenance and networking support, hardware and custom-built computers. Let key information solutions be your personal tech staff for your home or office with affordable hourly, monthly, or annual rates to fit anyone's budget. Call Key Information Solutions now, 954 That's 954-973-3374. Or visit keyinformation.com. Elizabeth Taylor, movie legend. We lost her too soon. Gone, but not forgotten. Now, you can own an authentic piece of movie history. Elizabeth Taylor's ashes in a small commemorative urn. Remember, remember. I want you to forget me, please. For just $29.95 plus shipping and handling, we'll send you an ounce of real superstar soot. Elizabeth Taylor, movie legend. You can have a piece of her forever. Command performances leave me quite cold. Call today. Hurry. Quantities are limited. If you're in the market for a luxury pre-owned vehicle, then stop by Prado Auto Sales located at 7300 Southwest 8th Street in Miami. Prado Auto Sales has been family owned and operated for two generations and they've been taking care of South Florida since 1964. They work with every major bank and also have in-house financing available so everyone is approved. Receive a trip for two to a four-star resort with any vehicle purchase. Prado Auto Sales has over 150 vehicles in stock, so call them today at 888-719-5329. That's 888-719-5329 or online at PradoAutoSales.com. Talk Stream Live introduces our first-ever iPhone application, Mobile Talk Radio. Imagine having the freedom to take live talk radio with you anywhere you go. You'll be surprised how easy it is to use. So I think what's going on here is Obama is banking on unemployment falling. Listen to live talk shows 24 hours a day, 7 days a week. Talk Stream Live. Now available in the iTunes App Store. 4,734 UFO sightings in 2007. 854 abductions by aliens or unknown species reported by American and British citizens. Hundreds more unreported in 2007. Suppressed information about collisions with passenger aircraft and UFOs that has been kept from public knowledge for years. And only one trusted source of information from some of the top UFO researchers in the world. Exclusive information that cannot be found anywhere else on the planet. Trusted, connected, accurate. The UFOStore.com. Expand your personal library with fast shipping and instant downloadable information from the largest selection of UFO products on the internet by going to theufostore.com or call on a 24-hour, 7-day-a-week order line at 541-523-2630. The truth is out there, and theufostore.com has it.
George Rodriguez Show. Who? I said the George Rodriguez Show. You don't know George Rodriguez? Wasn't he the guy that filled in for Neil Rogers? Yes. That George Rodriguez. What's he like? Oh, he's a short little Cuban feller. Kind of funny looking. Well, when's he on? 12 to 3, Monday, Wednesday, and Friday on SoFloRadio.com and SoFloRadio.net. The George Rodriguez Show is much more than adequate. SoFloRadio.com. You can listen there. You can listen on PSN-Radio.com. Open lines. The rest of the show, if you want to call in, 786-245-8127 is the call-in number. I'm joined by my friend and uh, fellow host here on PSN Radio, Zod Ryder, who's still on the line with us. Zod, now, before Nick called in, you and I were deep in conversation of stuff that we've got coming up in the pipeline and uh, on the projects that we've got you know, going on here with the movies and stuff. Uh, tell us uh, a little bit what, what's been going on with your show, man, because you're about to really uh, start going live again, aren't you? That's exciting, dude. Well, yeah, my show, uh, the Zod Ryder Show, is essentially being um, relaunched. Uh, the last couple of shows I did were interview shows where I had uh, Roberto Williams and our good our good, good show, friend. Good show, uh, well, actually, both are mutual friends, Roberto Williams and um, Aaron Price, and I had the, the two interview shows there, and I'm trying to, you know, change my format for the Zod Rider show up a little bit, and going to have more, you know, more interviews, that kind of thing, kind of, you know, take the show take the show in different directions. I have a, a guy who ha- I had interviewed on my show not too long ago about UFOs, uh, Mr. Ashton Williams, and he wants to come back for a follow-up interview, so I'm going to be having him on the show pretty soon, too. So it's, you know, it's nice to kind of change, you know, the format that you're going with and kind of go a little bit harder, like you like you said, Jack. We'll kind of take your show in a little bit, uh, you know, a different direction and see, and see what happens. Yeah, and speaking of going a little bit harder, you know, I have been uh, addressing a lot of stuff within ufology on Facebook the last few months, and I got a question asked to me, and this person might be listening in uh, tonight. He goes by the name of Mac Maloney, who's actually a good guy. I've I've known Mac for a little bit now. He was on my show as a guest, and uh, he asked me a question about going on his show, but he wasn't addressing me directly. I don't think he knew exactly who he was addressing, because I have a page on Facebook now called These Guys Are Liars. Uh, Zod, I know you're familiar with this page. It's called "It's Ufology Exposed" is the, the basic uh, title for it. But on, on the bottom says, "You guys are liars," or "These guys are liars," and it's me pretty much addressing everybody in ufology who I think are just bullshit artists. And uh, Mac Maloney, who's been on the show, I guess didn't know that I'm the one who created that account. Uh, so Mac, I'm I'm the guy. Just letting you know, man. If you want me back in your show, you're gonna have the jackal on. Uh, it's nobody else, man. You know, it's funny, uh, Zod. How many people have uh, been contacting that account? And, uh, you know, are interested in finding out who's running it. And one, you know, that person on their show and stuff. Not only Mac, it's happened a couple times already. And uh, it's funny that it's getting that kind of attention. 
Yeah, that that's amazing. That's amazing, and I, I think that website is is has I when I saw that website for the first time, I was like, how long has this been up? Because it, <laughs> because it looked like a really well established website, and it looked like it really, you know, there were really a lot of you know great points being brought up trying to debunk all these fakers. So. Yeah, the website he's talking about, by the way, it's not only on Facebook, it's also ufologyexposed.blogspot.com. Uh, you can go there right now, you can check out the website he is talking about, which has links to Sitchin is Wrong, Ancient Aliens Debunked, uh, Fake UFOs, I, uh, David Icke Exposed, and of course the uh, famous uh, Facebook link itself is on there also. Uh, but again, it's uh, ufologyexposed.blogspot.com. Look, the world of ufology, I've been into uh, the whole UFO phenomenon for a long, long time, and I'm a big fan of the phenomenon. I'm a big fan of the topic. I have addressed it on the show countless times. I have over 200 shows now, Zod, logged in here on Inside of Jackal's Head. And I would say a good 30% of them, 40% of them are ufology-based, maybe even more. And so I've I've tackled that subject quite a lot, and I've interviewed a lot of these folks within the UFO community. And a lot of them are, you know, crazy. You know, for lack of a better word, they're crazy. A lot of this shit is just bullshit. And, you know, this website was launched for that particular reason, to address to address some of the, the crazies within the world of ufology. Look, not all of it is bullshit, but a lot of it is, unfortunately. And that's the fact. Fact, as some would like to uh, point out. Uh, so, again, Mac Maloney, uh, you're a good guy. I have no, no beef at all with him. In fact, he's a very good author. wrote a book about UFOs in wartime, which I highly recommend, whether you believe you know these other guys or not. Mac Maloney's not one of these guys. So uh, he's actually, like I said, a good guy who has a radio show. He He's interested in the subject like I am interested in the subject. And uh, if you want to have me on and, and talk about this, I'll be on your show whenever you need me. So if you're listening, send me a message, and I'll be on there with bells on, ready to this some ufology fakes and that's what i'm talking about when i say i'm going to go hard on this show it's not just uh you know all bullshit or smoke and mirrors i really want to address some of the nonsense within the world of ufology uh even you know taking a cue out of the movie troll insanity show uh you know there's a lot of stuff within the world of movies and entertainment that need to be addressed that's exactly that's exactly the case that's and that's what we try to do we have a lot of healthy debates between ourselves on that show but that's one of the things that that show was created for to be able to go at the trolls in that in that part of the industry and to address those topics you know it's very important to address that stuff because it's one of the one of the biggest things that nags a lot of people you know now I, here's a person who's becoming sort of a movie troll and i only say that because uh well he seems to be getting just about every project, but or at least every project that we think that you know should go to somebody else. And you know, why is this person getting all the like the nerd, like the the nerd projects? I are like the the really high profile nerd projects, like Star Wars and Star Trek. I'm talking about JJ. Okay? Yeah, yeah. Now, I, I love Into Darkness. I love Star Trek. Uh, I love Star Wars. I, I still, I'm, I, dude, and we've talked about it countless of times already, you and I in private, and of course on Movie Troll Insanity. Uh, I have a real hard time dealing with the fact that he's going to be in charge of Star Wars and Star Trek, especially after I've seen some of the stuff that I've seen the last couple of days, where he actually has an R2-D2 in Star Trek. Have you seen that? Yeah, he actually had R2-D2 in, uh, in Star Trek 09, which was nice, which kind of, to me, 
proved that that was his whole point. You know, Star Trek is kind of like a resume or a stepping stone for him to eventually get into Star Wars. I think J.J. kind of was on the inside and knew what was going on, and he needed to prove what his what his situation was, and that's why that's why he got Star Trek to begin with. I mean, I, I mean, I don't doubt that anymore. And you know, the little R two D two stuff has been put in there for a reason. I mean, this is what it is: his love for Star Wars. You know, now so, you know what reminds. This is why I say he could turn into a troll, uh, because this whole thing is reminding me a whole lot of Brian Singer. Yeah. This is uh, Shades of Superman Returns. Shades of Brian Singer leaving X-Men after two movies to do Superman Returns. The movie that he wanted to do because he was such a, a big fan of the of the Donnerverse. The Donner Reeves movies. That he wanted to go and recreate that whole universe. So he went over and joined the Superman franchise and left the Marvel franchise. And left Marvel for DC. And now, of course, he switched back and went back to Marvel. Because it didn't work out with Superman But isn't it kind of odd man How this really does kind of feel Like we're watching Brian Singer all over again Yeah it, it does It does, And in a lot of ways it makes makes Me wonder if J.J. is going to Become like Brian Singer In this situation almost completely Where if he fails with Star Wars his career is over And he's had He's had a couple of decent movies But he hasn't really directed a whole lot of movies I mean, he's still pretty young when it comes to directors. He's, he's only directed, what, like a handful of movies? Yeah. So, I don't know, man. And, and actually, really I, actually, a crap load of uh, TV shows, including a bunch of, you know, TV pilots that never seem to go anywhere. Let's see, he's directed, I'll tell you right now how many movies uh, he's directed. I'm looking at his IMDb, because that's where I do all my, my fact-checking for movies, IMDb. Uh, let's see, he directed uh, Star Trek Into Darkness, Super 8, um, Star Trek The Film, and uh, Mission Impossible 3. And uh, he did a few episodes of Felicity on TV, Lost on TV, he did a couple episodes. Of course, he produced the, the TV show Lost, that was his main baby from the beginning, but uh, he did Alias also. Uh, this is kind of surprising, he directed an episode of Jimmy Kimmel Live. But not That's surprised. It. That's interesting. Uh, Anatomy of Hope. He directed that TV film. Never heard of it. Undercovers, another TV series. He directed the pilot that went nowhere apparently because uh, was one episode only. So uh, not a, a long resume, and I'm kind of worried that he might actually become a movie troll in some sort, like Brian Singer has. And of course, the the, the end result would be we'll get a shitty Star Wars movie. Yeah, that I mean, and that, so. and that would be, but my thing is, what I'm worried about with J.J. is he is such a super uber Star Wars fan that he's got to be careful not to, not to let the inner fan take over when he's directing this movie. You know, that's one of the things that that is kind of scary about it, you know, like. Well, same thing could be said with Brian Singer. He was such a big uber you know, Superman fan and Donner fan. Well, well that, mostly Reeve Donner fan. That's obvious. That. Yeah, yeah, but that's obvious because again, look what happened. You know, the parallels that we're drawing between JJ and Brian Singer are very, very stark. Yeah. 
you know, it's almost. I, I honestly would prefer sometimes for the director not to have been a fan of that of that character, so he could bring something new and different to the character than somebody who's been a, a lifelong fan. Sometimes it doesn't work out that well when you have somebody who's a lifelong fan of something directing a movie about that character. Yeah, yeah, and you know, uh, Alex in the chat room just made a made a comment talking about what are you saying? Lucas blew it with the with Star Wars with the prequels. Well, let's take a look at this for a second, George Lucas. Well, let's take a look at that though. With the prequels, th- it was Lucas's idea the whole time. Lucas kind of had free reign to do what he wanted to do. So in a lot of ways, you know, you could say you could say whether or not he blew it or he didn't blow it is you know debatable compared to you know compared to other issues but i think with george lucas because it was his creation he's a lot he's allowed to come in and and do what he wants whereas jj abrams is going to be walking a very very thin line when it comes to star wars because if it doesn't come out successful or he somehow messes it up it's not like he's george lucas he's not going to get another chance you know we're living in a fa- in a fast society now where everything is you know box office right away the first couple weeks right. if you don't make your money then <laughs> then you're considered a loser and they don't give you another chance you know i, I don't which know which that's you know that's something that has been brought up online a few times now in the last uh, couple of days uh because of star trek into darkness is you know pacing behind the the first star trek movie that he made and it's actually making less money uh they're looking at it as, as a fa- even though it's making a lot of money it's it's, it's being looked at as almost as a failure Right, which is amazing. Eclipsing because it's not eclipsing the first movie or doing better. Like they expected this movie Into Darkness to come out of the gate, blowing the original Star Trek that uh, Abrams did away, and it and it just hasn't done that. And that's why it's being looked at like that because Paramount overshot on their projections. Right, which is a. Look, it's not their fault they overshot in their projections. Anybody who saw the first movie and saw the buzz that was surrounding this movie, I think thought they was going to make a whole lot more money. Even I was surprised when I saw the box office intake the first week. And even this week, that it slipped already to number three in the box office behind uh, Hangover 2 and um, uh, Fast and the Furious 6, which I do not understand the, to the fan base how much how f- much of a fan base that movie series is. Well, uh, well, you mean anyway. Fast and the Furious? The, yeah, I just the, don't fan, it, the fan base for Fast and the Furious it's, it's is a, it appe- the movie appeals to not only like movie fans, but it also appeals to the lowest common denominator as well, which is why those movies are so successful. If you look I at Fast, I mean, I mean, honestly, when you look at those movies, sometimes you could, I mean, the they're hit and miss. I mean, I've got my share of them that I like too. There's a couple of them that I like, but I can't say I don't consider myself to be a fan of those movies, but that doesn't matter because whether you're a fan or not, those are still fun movies to go see in the movie theater, which is why, you know, those movies are so successful. I mean, they just, it, they they like have a life of their own. It's almost like they're or, organic. They can yeah, keep, they're by, they're by six they, now. I mean, how many more are they going to pump out at this point? Yeah, I mean, I thought I thought they had said something about six, seven, and eight being made back to back. You know, I don't know if that's true, Holy but crap. I wouldn't be surprised. And of course, as the Rock in it now, he's a uh, in every franchise. He's another movie troll in a way. He's, he's jumping into every franchise. He even has uh, put his name out there as uh, somebody interested in becoming a member of the uh, Jedi Academy, so to speak. 
you yeah. becoming a Jedi in the new Star Wars films. What do you think of that? The Rock in in a Star Wars. Movie? I would like to see The Rock as a as a Sith. I think I think he could play a he could play an incredible villain if it was done up the right way. Now, California guy in the chat room saying Fast and Furious is the shit. Okay, well there you go. See that that proves your point. It, it does have, uh, I guess, appeal to everybody. Right, and, and, and not, just, not yeah. just people. Not just, just does not appeal to me. I guess I don't not know. just people like us who are you know who are film buffs and consider and look for more in our movies than just you know time wasting. And that's what and that's what Fast and the Furious does. It has this unique way of being able to appeal to just about everyone, which is why you know it's like one of those movies. I guess there's something in it for everybody. I guess that applies to Fast and Furious. Maybe I don't know. I guess so. I don't know. I, it just does not appeal to me. The only one that I think that I've seen from the entire six that I've said oh, that one's okay is uh, the Tokyo Drift one, and it's just because it was about drifting and that was kind of cool. And it didn't have Paul Walker. And I think that's you know that's the one thing that really gets me uh, to not like the series. Paul Walker, not a fan. I can't really put my finger on what it is about these movies that I don't like. But I will say this. I am not the world's biggest Vin Diesel fan. My favorite movie that Vin Diesel was in was a movie called uh, Boiler Room. That was a good movie. In which, he wasn't, in which he wasn't doing any action stunts or anything. He was essentially a telemarketer. And that tells you right there, like, like if you can see Vin Diesel, the big action hero, Vin Diesel, Riddick, you know, this Dominique from, the, from Fast and Furious, when you watch that movie and you see him in an office setting being a hustler, it's, it's, really, it's really, really jarring. And actually, that's the movie that made me respect Vin Diesel as an actor, seeing him in Boiler Room. Have you checked out Knockaround, guys? I have not seen that. Watched that one. That was actually a really good Vin Diesel movie. Uh, it's him and a bunch of other actors in it, but it's a really, really good movie. Uh, you know, I, I don't mind Vin Diesel. He's he's an okay actor. Um, you know, nothing special either. But Paul Walker, man, he's just like one of the worst actors I've ever seen in Hollywood. He's one of the worst actors ever. Terrible actor. Alex uh, agrees with me. He says Paul Walker sucks. Thank you, Alex. Glad to see somebody has my back on that. Just cannot stand the guy. But. Moving on to you know, moving back to uh, JJ here, JJ uh, Abrams. I'm worried. You're worried. We have a couple more years uh, to be worried, but you know, uh, moving even past that, you know what? You know what's coming up in, uh, in about a couple weeks now, right? Yes. You know what I'm talking about here, right? I know. I know where you're going. Yeah. 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 You know, the the worrying is almost over, guys. Man of Steel comes out in a couple weeks. A few weeks, anyway. Now, we've discussed this movie at length on uh, the answer to movie Troll Insanity. I think we've all pretty much uh, set our piece on this movie. And I just want to announce that we will not be talking about this movie on this show at length. <laughs> we will not mention the dreaded N-word, and by that I mean the director and not the other N-word, uh, until the movie comes out. Now, I will be addressing the movie once it comes out and I see it, because um, you know, just like everybody else, I'm going to go see it, probably on opening day. Oh, oh, me too. Without a doubt. So I, I can't be. See, the thing is, if you don't see this movie, being a huge Superman fan, then you can't talk about it. You can't. Exactly. You can't. You can't destroy it or defend it if you don't know what you're what you're talking about. It's 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 at like a you know like an old 
an old acquaintance of ours used to do. He used to like to attack, like to attack movies before the movie comes out, and then when the movie comes out and it's a success and even he likes it, then he has to backtrack and make himself look like a fool because all he did was talk negatively about the right. movie before it came out. So in my mind, it's like, hey, I may not agree with everything that they're doing with Man of Steel. I may think it's going to look – it doesn't look right. It doesn't remind me of Superman, but I'm still going to be there day one you know, to sort it out so that I can at least know what I'm talking about when I go on the radio and say my piece. Well, I'm going to up the ante here. When the movie comes out, not only am I going to do a show where I talk about it and give you my review on this show, I'm going I'm to put a video on YouTube. Now, as you guys know, I'm not really the biggest YouTuber. Like I don't do a lot, of, a whole lot of YouTubing, but I will put a, a review of Men of Steel on YouTube, and you'll see my face. You don't see me talking about it, so look forward to that in a couple weeks, in a few weeks, once a week. And, I, and like I said, I'm going to see it opening week. I mean, I have to. It's, it's Superman. So right, I you know I'm debate, debating with myself whether or not I want to see it. If I actually want to see it the night that it comes out, meaning that 12.01, the first, you know, the night, or if I want to see it that weekend. And I think I'll wait to see it that weekend just so that I can, you know, take it all in and give it a fair shake because I don't want to be super, super tired coming out of it. No kidding. Uh, guys, we've got to go on a quick commercial break. We'll be back in a couple more minutes to wrap up the show. And final thoughts on Inside the Jackal's Head. We'll be right back, everybody. Here's a riddle for you. What do the California gold rush of the 1850s, secret societies, coded messages, mysterious 19th century flying machines, and an early 20th century outside artist named Charles A.A. Delshaw all have in common? The Secrets of Delshaw by Dennis Crenshaw and Pete Navarro. Go to www.secretsofdelshaw.com to learn more. Up in the sky. It's a bird. It's a plane. No, it's supermanhomepage.com, the number one Superman fan site in the world. Supermanhomepage.com, covering the world of Superman from the 1930s to today. News, reviews, rumors, and reports. Supermanhomepage.com, for all your Superman comics, TV shows, movies, cartoons, radio shows, and more. Everything you ever wanted to know about the man of and more. SupermanHomePage.com Sometimes the law is not enough. Did you file the subpoena in the McPherson case? No, it wasn't urgent. I filed an AO440. AO440? I know, I know. So I went shopping for these loafers. Has anyone got a stapler? Got a lot of forms, and there's a slight reason here. Law, because paperwork is dramatic. Catch it Thursdays on Weasel before it catches you. The best of Neil Rogers. Unbelievable. Relive the best of Neil. Okay. Friday afternoons at 3. Only on SoFloRadio.com. The George Rodriguez Show. Who? I said the George Rodriguez Show. You don't know George Rodriguez? Wasn't he the guy that filled in for Neil Rogers? Yes. That George Rodriguez. What's he like? Oh, he's a short little Cuban feller. Kind of funny looking. Well, when's he on? 12 to 3, Monday, Wednesday, and Friday on SoFloRadio.com and SoFloRadio.net. The George Rodriguez Show is much more than adequate. 
By the Glass. By the Glass is a show about beverage culture. Brad Hubbard. What I'm going to do is I'm going to connect the dots on how everything works together. It's really all about how we enjoy things, how we enjoy life, and how beverages play a big part in that. I'm going to bring in people that are going to display their aspect of the culture. I'm going to bring in people that are going to show you different products. We're going to look at places where people go to consume these beverages and how they all interact. Things are built around the actual beverage itself. By the Glass. Thursdays from 6 to 7, only on SoFloRadio.com. 4,734 UFO sightings in 2007. 854 abductions by aliens or unknown species reported by American and British citizens. Hundreds more unreported in 2007. Suppressed information about collisions with passenger aircraft and UFOs that has been kept from the public knowledge for years. And only one trusted source of information from some of the top UFO researchers in the world. Exclusive information that cannot be found anywhere else on the planet. Trusted, connected, accurate. The UFOStore.com. Expand your personal library with fast shipping and instant downloadable information from the largest selection of UFO products on the internet by going to theufostore.com or call on the 24-hour, 7-day-a-week order line at 541-523-2630. The truth is out there, and theufostore.com has it. Nation's anti-tobacco lobby won another victory today. When Congress passed legislation restricting smoking within U.S. borders to a single room in Iowa. Traffic was backed up from Nevada all the way to Iowa as smokers tried to get to the lounge. Move the car, you old... Smokers from across the country are making the long journey to the 10 by 10 Smokers Lounge in Des Moines, Iowa. I drove all the way from San Francisco just to sneak a smoke in on my lunch break. I'm supposed to be back at work in 10 minutes. 37-hour drop. Actually, if you don't mind, it's just the doctor. Doesn't even really matter who. Who am I even talking to? Oh yes, you. The wannabe Einstein matters to start. Travels through time, but with no clouds. Saving the world while you're dilly-dally. You can't even invent your way out of Hill Valley. Everything is going to be fine. You're not going to tear any wonky holes in any fabric of space and time. Actually, it's a lot more like a rug, really. Oh, but never mind. Let's just say there's an infinite number of me simultaneously kicking your ass with rhyme. Great Scott, you're great. Not. I spin it hard and generate way more power than 1.21 gigawatts. I'm not sure what sort of scientific authority you purport to be, but I'm a real doctor. Where'd you get your degree? Despite all your companions, you couldn't be having less sex. I don't know what's lame on your fans or your special effects. You don't get another turn to debate. Time to face your permanent fate. Now, don't lick my balls! I'm going to die. At least, this version of me. Perhaps you'd like another. Prepare to meet your density. <laughs> I'm a mystical medical talk at the pinnacle shifting my physical form. You're a possibly pedophilic individual who should have never been born. You got your niggas in a twist while you're sucking on my piccadilly. But I'm a lot, lot different because you're a pitiful hillbilly hanging with a pitiful kid who's a fuck chicken. No 
Nobody calls me chicken. This is between us, Garvey. Don't try to outrun me. You'll find I'm as grimy as any flymy time. Limey, I'll use your porta potty time machine as my latrine. You're not a cat with nine lives. You're a pussy with 13. Who won? Who's next? You decide. Albert! That is without a doubt the most epic rap battle of them all. Isn't that, is that right? Like the Doc Brown versus the Doctor. Absolutely. Welcome back, everybody, to Inside the Jackal's Head for the last uh, few minutes of the show. Uh, we're going to talk a little bit of Doctor Who. That's why I had to play that coming back in. Uh, man, I freaking love that epic rap battle. I, I play that all the time. That's, without a doubt, it's the best one of all the epic rap battles. And uh, anybody who wants to join in for the last 10 minutes and talk a little Doctor Who with us, please call in 786-245-8127. Or you can also uh, Skype us if you have Skype and you look up PSN Radio or Suit Media Network, you'll be able to find us and uh, Skype in. I can probably even find Zod Ryder in there and... Uh, you know, mess with him a little bit. And uh, you can call in right now if you want, and I'll talk a little Doctor Who. Now, the name of the Doctor, the episode just passed, uh, of course, is odd, and it was flipping phenomenal. Absolutely. Amazing episode. It seems to me now that uh, John Hurt is the Doctor. It's official. But it seems to me that he is not the first Doctor who we speculated a few weeks back. Uh, the, there is definitely going to be something that has to do with him being the Doctor between, um, I guess, McGann and Eccleston's Doctor. That's what it seems like the chatter. That's is what the ru- that's what the rumors are, but I don't know. I, I've I've got a lot of thoughts that it might be something else, because it's I I just don't think that they're going to deliberately mess with the numbering of the doctors. I think that's one of the one of the big internet fan wank rumors. But I think that it's that he's something else. He might be the Valyard. He might be another. Uh, you doctor. know, there's a rumor he might that be was the thirteenth doctor. That's, yeah, I was going to say that there was a rumor that he is the thirteenth Doctor, and that's why um, he's the one they don't talk about. Yeah, exactly. Thirteen being an unlucky number, and all you know. Yeah, and then of course there's the Doctor Who mythology that the thirteenth Doctor is the final Doctor, so that could be interesting. It would be interesting if John Hurts is the thirteenth uh, Doctor. Now, the episode itself. What did you think of the finale for a season finale? Because now we're not going to get anything until the movie in November. I Like I said, I thought it was just an amazing episode overall. But, you know, aside from the little spoiler at the end with John Hurst, what do you think of the overall arc of the episode, like the, the entire storyline, the way it was bridged out? I thought that the storyline was, was really kind of confusing at first, but it really was nice because it didn't... Because the storyline really didn't matter. It gave you all these great, you know, references to past doctors. You got to see, you got to see Clara interacting with every single one of them, and you got to see different, you know, different elements from, you know, the Doctor Who mythology that were just. I thought the episode was phenomenal. I mean, I watched the episode three times, and it's it's one of those things that, as a season finale, I thought it was. The best episode of the season by far. It was on a on a very bad season. Actually, I thought the season was, uh, you know, while some of the episodes were really good and really epic, for the most part, I didn't like the entire season. I'll be honest with you. There's a lot of filler episodes. A lot of it felt like they were just you know phoning it in. 
Uh, last season, I thought was better than this season, but finale wise, awesome finale. I got a really. And I and I thought didn't I? Do you think that it kind of lost? It kind of lost a step a little bit when Rory and uh, Amy left the show. Because it seemed yes. like they were, it seemed like they were such an integral part of at least Matt Smith's interpretation of the Doctor. Yep. And when they left the series, and it switched to it switched to Clara, and it came up, they came up with all these impossible girl things, and you know, making her this big mysterious character. I mean, I think it kind of, I think it kind of lost a little bit because, you know, Amy and Rory were kind of established. Over right. over so much time, and it was such you know such an important part you know of Matt Smith's Doctor. So I don't know. I'm I'm really I'm really kind of conflicted because on the one hand I like a lot of what they've done with Clara and the Doctor, and I definitely like their chemistry. But we still don't really know a whole lot about Clara even at the end of the finale. It's not like they really resolved Clara anything. Really, they just oh, said know, well, that we, she's we responsible for saving right. the Doctor and all these different. That, that's why she's time an impossible streams. girl because she joined the time stream, right? Basically, and of course, the fact given the fact that she joined the time stream, like the Doctor pointed out, there's going to be bits and pieces of her all over the time stream, so it's never really going to be her. And I guess right. that's what makes her impossible. But still, you know, uh, in, in terms of other companions, where they're more. The companions have all been more tangible, like Amy and Rose, and even you know some of the other companions that have existed in the pre- in previous continuities. It, it's just kind of, I guess, I want to see more of the relationship between the Eleventh Doctor and Clara, and I'm hoping that it you know it flushes out a little bit better. If you know Matt Smith indeed does come back for a uh, season eight or series eight, as they call it in the UK. That and you know, I really felt that her storyline really took too long to develop in this season. Um, I don't know. I don't know about you, but I think they dragged out the whole impossible girl thing a little too far. Um, right, especially I, the way they introduced her character. You know? Yeah. I mean, I, I wanted her to be the, the companion right off the bat, but they just kept dragging it on and on. And that's what made not having Rory and uh, and and Amy around. You know, so much worse because, you know, at least they would have been around the whole time while they're dragging the storyline along. You still would have gotten that interaction between the Doctor and Amy and Rory, which you got used to from the previous season. Then you can make that transition a little bit smoother. They just, I don't know, I didn't really like that transition myself either. I will say that. But, uh, you know, moving forward, I think Clara is going to be a really good companion if they keep her around and if uh, Matt Smith stays around. But if not, I don't think John Hurst is going to join the show anytime soon as the Doctor and actually be the doctor for a full season or two. Oh, of course he's, not. Yeah, no, he's, I, he's a little bit up there, so he's, he's up there on age. Let's I expect him that. to be. I, you know, I expect him to be a one-off for the fiftieth anniversary, right. and for his story to pretty much be wrapped up in a nice little bow. And if he's ever referred to again, or if we ever see him again in future seasons of Doctor Who, it'll just be uh, in passing, and it won't be anything really, really dramatic. But I don't know who's to who. Who can say? Who can tell? Though I mean, it definitely. I'm sure there's definitely some surprises that we're in store for for the 50th. You know, I mean, I've heard lots of things. I mean, I've heard uh, stuff online that the 50th anniversary is going to feature all the 11 doctors. All the doctors are going to be featured in some way. The the ones that are alive all have actually filmed parts, including uh, 
the rumored to not be involved ninth doctor, Christopher Eccleston. You know, they, they've said that they, that every single doctor has done something for this 50th anniversary special, and it wouldn't surprise me, you know, if all this, all the, these rumors and stuff is just drawing from the hype and, and building off of this amazing uh, season finale that we had. The only thing that sucks is we have to wait to November. Yeah, that, that's going to be the tough you know, thank God for Netflix. If you're yes. a Doctor Who, if you're a Doctor Who fan, or if you're new to Doctor Who, you can get on Netflix and you can watch, I believe, the first first six seasons of the new uh, series, and maybe even the seventh season might pop up on Netflix um, within the next month or so. I'm pretty sure that that'll be on Netflix uh, before November, wouldn't you think? I think so. Yeah. And the- so, but it's still no- we still have to wait till November, man, to get that. TV movie. That's just uh, that's just the 50th anniversary TV movie. That's not even the new season. Yeah, the new season probably won't start until sometime in January. So that's oh, and wait, no, no, but that won't be all we get because remember we get the 50th anniversary in November, then we get the Christmas special in December. Will they even have a Christmas special? That, this year? They're, I mean, saying, they're saying that they've that they've been filming it. So really, so it, it yeah, we're gonna get a Christmas special in in uh, December. Now it's Matt Smith. Is Matt involved in that one, or what I heard, Matt? Matt Smith? From what I heard, Matt Smith has said that he's involved in the Christmas special. So, so I, there you so, go. I don't know. So hopefully, and he actually, I saw on his Facebook uh, page that it says that Matt Smith is indeed going to be on as the Doctor for Series Eight. So. So there you go, Doctor Who fans. Hopefully that's all true because, you know, I, I like Matt Smith, and it would be nice to see him stick around for another season or so. Yeah, I agree. I agree. I, the one thing I don't like about this uh, current incarnation of the Doctors, they've gone through three Doctors so quickly. Yeah. You know, I really, I would have hoped that at least gotten two or three, four seasons with each one of these Doctors. Uh, you know, at least two seasons with Eccleston. But oh, I Jesus. say this, though, being, becoming a fan of the classic Doctor Who as well, I'm noticing that that's really, really the trend. Is I know, two, yeah. Three years, two, three, maybe four, the longest running Doctor was um, was Tom Baker, who is uh, who was, of course, um, the fourth Doctor, and he ran for seven, seven seasons, and everybody else has had, I think, Three, four at the max, but nobody's really gone beyond that. And I, I wouldn't be, you know, against the idea of Matt Smith having a full, you know, seven because I think that that'd be pretty cool. He he's young enough too. That, yeah, that's the other thing about him. So that'd be epic. And he really has grown into the character. I mean, when he first started, I was like, ah, he's a little awkward. But now, he, when you think of Doctor Who, they, he's actually, you know, he comes to mind. Or no, I, you know, on the Doctor Who message boards, they're all talking about how, well, oh no, you know, the twelfth Doctor's already been cast. Matt Smith is on his ah, way. What do, what do they know? What do they know. I I, yeah. I I say we don't know nothing until it happens on screen. Right. Can't believe every thing you read on the internet like some and people... one thing you can believe though is what Scorpio just said in the uh, chat room here is uh, wouldn't be Christmas without Doctor Who exactly and that's why oh, there you go it's gonna be a Christmas special yes now guys we're almost out of time here but I wanted to uh, say a couple things before we wrapped up the show uh, addressing everything that you heard here tonight especially the the stuff with Nick and uh, the cyber bullying that's been going on with this kid for the last few months uh, addressing everything that's been going on look uh, going back to that Again, uh, the, the kid who um, used the voice box on, on that phone call, biggest pussy alive. And I'll say it again. You know, stop being a pussy. Be a man. Use your real voice. Stop bullying 
people on the internet who are, you know, not able to defend themselves. I mean, it's just, I want to just wrap it up with that tonight. Just stop picking on people who are self, who cannot defend themselves, basically. And uh, if you guys want to address anybody, you can address me. I don't hide, I don't run. I think I made that clear from day one, and I think even Hollywood understands that now. So, guys, we'll be back next Sunday because I am going nowhere, unlike some rumors uh, would like lead you to believe. I'm not going anywhere. So I will be back next Sunday at 10 p.m. here in on Inside the Jackal's Head on PSN Radio and SoFlow Radio, and I might even have a guest next week. Who the hell knows? If not, it doesn't really matter. I'll get on the show and just do a couple hours of chit-chat and chatter, and maybe Zod Ryder here will join us. Maybe Sounds good. Sounds good. Don't really matter again. We'll still be on here, period. COB is my religion. My religion. My religion. Peace. My religion. I was raised in the world. That wants to see me dead or locked up. What they have to do with this I won't be finished till I'm mentioned with the best ever I rock a record like I'm a member of Death Leopard I keep my eyes on my prey like I'm a Death Leopard You better crown me or I'll jump you like a red checker I chop your head off, I aim fifths and circle Size all of you guys cause it ain't shit to Merkel I look into their eyes and see the same bitch that birthed them Pussy, I'm the rage, I'm insane, sick with circum Pain mixed with anguish, my language is game mixed with dangerous Heinous dick, I shit you a anus Nigga, I'm idiotic, ain't really got it You fuck with me and them bullets will be moving quick as sonic I'm hanging out the window like a nigga finna vomit Gin and tonic guns sound like an asteroid hit a comet Yesterday I was loading my pistol